Welcome back to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. Yes, folks, it is Leonard Birdsong back with you on TalkZone. So happy to be with you here on Thursdays. I mentioned my blog, www.birdsongslaw.com, where you can read some of my funny, dumb criminal law stories for free if you want to. But you can also go to my website, leonardbirdsong.com, and you can read more about me, and you can even order some of my books uh, over the Internet if you'd like. You can get them in Kindle or you can get them in paperback. Now, it's interesting that uh, I saw a headline in the Washington Post last week that Twitter lost 2 million users in the United States during the last quarter. Now, why this struck me, I use Twitter myself. I've used Twitter for the last three years to advertise my books and about things that I'm doing, and I, I like Twitter. I don't use it like President Trump does. I don't tweet in the early morning hours, and I usually do it to tell people about new books I have coming out or book giveaways, things like that. But there's a story in the Post that went um, when the United, with the United States political class glued to their Twitter feeds, or just one Twitter feed in particular, it should be a great time for the social network in the United States of America. But after getting an election bump last quarter that many analysts tied to President Trump, the social media network is losing American users, according to its monthly active user numbers. Twitter reported that it had an average of 68 million monthly active users in the United States this past quarter, and that's down from 70 million in the previous quarter. Where did those 2 million users go? The article says that overall, Twitter just isn't growing as much as investors would like to see. And that's the main takeaway from the social network's latest quarterly earnings report. Twitter's stock closed down 14% at $16.84 last Friday. Twitter executives say, well, don't worry about it. We grew by 9% overall last year. We think we have stable growth rates. But I don't know. Twitter has bright spots. It says it's got earnings. They want to do more things. They want more people to buy it. But maybe the blush is off the rose, folks. What do you think? Do you use Twitter? Are you a Trump or President Trump Twitter follower? He has several million followers, as I understand it. Do you ever listen to my tweets about my books? Or do you tweet with your friends and family? I'd like to know. You can email me at lbirdsong22 at gmail.com. I think Twitter is a valuable tool. It's free. It's very interesting. Twitter is trying to, Twitter is trying. Twitter is trying to make money now by selling more ad and getting ads and getting revenue, and they are doing fairly well at it. I don't know if it's going to last. We will see. Facebook is still prospering, and maybe Twitter will too. You can write me, like I say. Email me at lbirdsong22 at gmail.com with your thoughts. Right now, I'm going to give you sort of a long riddle, not the short ones that I do at the end of the show. 
Bill Davidson is a fellow who I met on a plane, a very inspiring guy. He sends me and some other people that he's met words of wisdom. And here's one that I'd like to share with you. It starts with the title. What am I? Listen. I am rarely touched but often held. I am small in size, but what I create has unparalleled outcomes. I can kill without drawing blood. I rival the power of bombs, machine guns, and weapons of mass destruction. I kill thousands each day with a simple movement. Think you know what it is? There's more. I tear families apart with a simple flutter. I have the power to build someone up or destroy someone in a moment. I boast a huge range of motion and shape while preserving my power. I can be a blessing or a very dangerous weapon. Are the clouds starting to dispel? Do you know what I am now? Think about it. I can cause strife and pain. Or I can bless or curse. I am like the rudder of a boat. I control your direction in life. I am the key to success and power, yet can be tamed by no man. I can be used well, but one must have wit to do so. I have been compared to a double-edged sword that for the wise is an instrument of good and kindness, both a fairy of salvation and great success. What am I? Well, some of you may have realized that I am the tongue. And the tongue is one of the most powerful tools that we possess in life. Although it can never be fully tamed, learning to use its power can be the difference in success and failure. Not only your success or failure, but those around you as well. Being a true leader requires that one understand the power of the tongue and how to effectively use it for the greater good of yourself and others. A fellow by the name of Chip Davis wrote this long riddle. And uh, my friend Dave or Bill Davidson, rather, ends this whole little segment with, This week, be mindful of how you utilize this tool. And I say that's what you should always do. Be mindful of how you use the tool of the tongue. Well, Mrs. Leonard Birdsong Radio, you've heard things from my mind. You've heard some words of wisdom. Now for a few news tidbits. I've got a lot of them. I don't know if I can get through all of them this week, but let's hear some of them. Our first news tidbit. Cops fire a nude guy, said the headline. A Wisconsin cop using a stun gun to restrain a naked man accidentally set the man's chest hair and beard on fire. 
The unidentified 32-year-old man was stranding, I'm sorry, the 32-year-old man was standing naked in the street in Manitowoc, that's in Wisconsin, and ranting that he wanted to harm people nearby, police said. An electric shock from one officer's stun gun struck a lighter in the man's hand. The lighter fluid and electricity combined to spark the fire in his beard and in his chest hair. The fire was quickly doused. What a story. A story from Africa. Headline, Despot Times. We learned that the first lady of Zimbabwe, an African country, said last Thursday that President Robert Mugabe should name a successor. Grace Mugabe told members of the ruling ZANU-PF party, Women's League, that naming a successor will enable all members to rally behind one candidate, according to the TV news reports. Mugabe, the president, is 93 years old. He's the world's oldest head of state, and he has vowed to contest next year's election. I don't know Mugabe personally. I've never been to Zimbabwe, but I would think at 93 he might want to give it up. What other news news tidbits do I have here? All right. Do I like this one? Yeah, I like this one. The headline read, Hold the Phone. The story, an Australian man hung up on a lottery official who had called him to tell him he had won nearly $17 million, according to a a report. The unnamed Sydney resident slammed down the phone because he he said it was too strange to believe, but soon he had second thoughts. He called back and gushed, you've made my life. (laughs) I guess so. All right. No, I don't want to read that one, then. I don't, I don't like that one. I got some more here. Here's one. If you went kayaking or sailing in North Carolina recently and are missing a leg, please call the Rockingham County Sheriff's Department. Why? Deputies are seeking the owner of a below-the-dee prosthetic found in the Dan River in Rockingham County, North Carolina. Here's one that you may have heard heard about last week. The headline, Office ID is in your hand. A Wisconsin company that installs small-scale food markets in office break rooms is offering to implant its employees with microchips, enabling them to log on to computers or purchase break room snacks with a simple swipe of the hand. Three Square Market says it expects about 50 employees to opt in. The chips are the size of a grain of rice and will be embedded underneath the skin between the thumb and the forefinger. The River Falls-based company is partnering with Biohacks International of Sweden, which according to a Three Square Market 
to, to three square market allegedly has chipped many of its employees. I say, folks, don't do it. Don't let them put chips in you. It's the first step in making us all robots. Here's a news tidbit that comes from overseas. The headline reads, ATM thieves are all about the presidents. Two Italian brothers were arrested last Monday for allegedly robbing dozens of cash machines while wearing President Trump masks. Turin, Turin, Italy, police said that the suspects aged 26 and 30 were not inspired by the 1991 film Point Break in which bank robbers don masks of U.S. presidents. They were caught, of course, and arrested. Some of you may have heard this sad news. The headline says, See you, see Cal. See you, see Cal. Snooty, the longest living manatee in captivity, died last Sunday. That is a week ago Sunday. After a huge party to celebrate his 69th birthday. This is according to the South Florida Museum. Snooty was found, Snooty was found stuck underwater in an area used only to access plumbing. The Braden Museum said this, adding that staffers are devastated, and many of us in Florida are devastated that Snooty is no longer with us. Well, I am still here with you, and I'll be back for more. We're going to take a little pause for the cause, but I have some more news tidbits for you, and uh, we will do perhaps some riddles or other riddles, shorter riddles for you. This is Leonard Birdsong on Leonard Birdsong Radio. Consumer Debt Counselors is the company that will help you get out of debt. Consumer Debt Counselors is a licensed, accredited nonprofit agency that specializes in educating people about credit and debt and helping people resolve issues with debt, even student loan debt. There are so many federal regulations. Most people have more options than they realize, and Consumer Debt Counselors can uncover all of your eligible solutions, including lowering your payment or getting out of default. If you want a partner that will work with you to achieve financial success, talk to the team at Consumer Debt Counselors. They have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, so these guys are the real deal. Your first consultation is free, and all sessions are kept confidential. Give them a call at 1-800-820-9232 or go to ConsumerDebtCounselors.org slash Birdsong. The number again is 800-820-9232. Are you considering law school? Then you probably have tons of questions about the application process, the admissions process, the benefits of a legal career, and what it takes to succeed in law school. You'll find the answers to these questions and more in Professor Birdsong's Law School Guide, Techniques for Choosing and Applying to Law School. Inside, you'll find helpful chapters on the history of the lawyer, why you should apply to law school, things you need to know about applying, and more. You have the ability and the drive. Now, get the advice that will guide you into the legal profession by helping you successfully submit your application to the law school of your choice. Professor Birdsong's award-winning law school guide, Techniques for Choosing and Applying to Law School. Available for purchase on Amazon.com or through the author link at LeonardBirdsong.com. 
You're listening to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Professor Birdsong. Yep, this is Professor Birdsong broadcasting from the city beautiful. That's Orlando, Florida. 90 degrees already here today. There will be rain. This is the subtropics. We always get rain on August afternoons. And uh, we like it because then we don't have to turn on our sprinklers for our lawns. Now, I've had a bunch of news tidbits here, and I have some more that I'm going to read to you before the end of the show. Here is one that I think uh, I'd like you to hear. This is last week. Story, at least they had some treats to fill the time, says the headline. Chocolate bars spilled out onto a highway in England after a candy-filled truck burst into flames, police say. Traffic in the town of Kent was snarled for hours after authorities cleared melted Nestle Lion bars out of the road. Hmm. Story from the United States, the headline. Cosby Pick Slap. Cosby Pick Slap. A spectator who posted photos and audio online of Bill Cosby's attorney's closing argument has been found guilty of contempt of court in Norristown, Pennsylvania. You know that a few weeks ago, uh, Bill Cosby was on trial for, uh, I guess, uh, malicious assault of a woman. But at any rate, you weren't supposed to take pictures or photographs of any of the proceedings. However, Anita Burroughs, 37, was sentenced to 50 hours community service by Montgomery County President Judge Thomas Del Ricci this past Thursday. The Collegeville, Pennsylvania woman told the judge she knew she was violating a ban on courtroom recording, but she just couldn't help herself. Yes, that's what happens to people sometimes. All right. Here's a story. I'm trying to see it's from somewhere in the United States. An innovative product was nearly stamped out like a weed, says the headline. The story is from Idaho. A nursery in Idaho was ordered to stop selling homemade weed killer made of extra strength vinegar because regulators said it's not state approved as a herbicide. Quote, with all the terrible things that are out there right now, People got excited about the possibility of using something that's very simple, said Lindsay Schramm, end quote, who owns North End Organic Nursery. Schramm was finally allowed to sell her weed killer as long as it wasn't labeled as a herbicide. Wow, I've never heard of extra strength vinegar, but if it kills weeds, so be it. A typical Florida story, maybe it's not a typical Florida story, but here's a story from Florida, a couple of weeks ago now. Headline, Man Punches Gator. A Charlotte, Florida man was attacked by an alligator while diving for golf balls one Friday. So he started punching it in the eyes. Scott Lahodic told Fox 13 News the alligator clamped down around his arm while he was diving at Rotunda Golf and Country Club. He punched it until the, he could get out of the water and then hopped in a golf course cart to get help. Lahodic had dived for golf balls since retiring from the military in 1988. 
He now has 400 stitches, and he thinks his diving days are over. So be it. <laughs> Here's one from the old stomping grounds, Washington, D.C. The headline, it's my old stomping grounds, Washington, D.C. Oh, shoot, my phone, said the headlines. Oh, shoot, my phone. A man looking for a dropped cell phone ended up in a stinky situation early Sunday morning, that's Sunday before last, tumbling into an apartment building's trash chute. Washington, D.C. fire officials said the man was throwing out trash when he dropped the phone in the chute. He leaned over to check and fell in. The man called 911 from inside the chute at around 3 a.m. the morning. It wasn't clear which phone he used. Rescue crews pumped fresh air down the <laughs> the garbage chute <laughs> through a hose and eventually hauled him out using a harness. The man didn't appear hurt, <laughs> but boy, did he feel silly. Oh, shoot, my phone. <laughs> All right. Here's one from Route 66, Oklahoma. Route 66 is trying to pump up its tourist track. How they're going to do it? Operators of the heart of Route 66 Auto Museum in Oklahoma said that they close or they're close to unveiling a 66 foot tall gas pump, which would be the tallest in the world. The museum is dedicated to the history of American auto travel, especially on Route 66. The pump should draw the eye of passers-by, according to an executive director of the museum. Her name was Lena Holmes. Quote, we're hoping they'll come in the doors after they see the pump, end quote, she said. <laughs> well, these are just news tidbits. I like them. Hope you find them interesting and maybe a little bit funny. I want to end today with a few riddles, as I usually do. I think these are easy. You should get them. There's not going to be. They're not as hard as some of the riddles that I come up with. First riddle for the day. Which hand is better to write with? Which hand, folks, is better to write with? Got it? Which hand is better to write with? The answer, neither hand. It's better to write with a pen. Next riddle. What is blue and goes ding-dong? What is blue and goes ding-dong? Think about it. It's not that hard. What is blue and goes ding-dong? Okay, the thing that's blue and goes ding-dong is a door-to-door -door salesman in Alaska in winter. How about that? <laughs> All right. Almost finished here. When, chicken, when chickens write letters, how do they mail them? When chickens write letters, how do they mail them? Got it yet? When chickens write letters, how do they mail them? Well, the answer, folk, folks, is they mail them in envelopes. <laughs> envelopes, got it? <laughs> All right, folks. I have fun with these.
I hope you get them and I hope you like them. This is Leonard Birdsong Radio. I love being with you here on Talk Zone. I will be with you next week. Next week will be the 10th of August. Boy, time is flying by this year. I'm here to entertain you with some of my humorous stories and to tell you some news about what's going on in politics and sometimes with the law, things you may not know, and hopefully things that will inform you. You can find out more about me on my website, leonardbirdsong.com. You can also read my dumb criminal law stories for free on my blog, www.birdsongslaw.com. All one word, birdsongslaw.com. If you want to email me, you can get me at lbirdsong22 at gmail.com. I look forward to being with you next week, folks. I hope you have a very good weekend. This is Leonard Birdsong signing off. Talk to you next week. 